Street. The homies got at me, collab creations Bump like agony, no doubt I put it down, never slouch As long as my credit can vouch That dog couldn't catch me, say Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves Attracting honeys like a magnet Giving them orgasms with my mellow accent Still moving this flavor With the homies Black Street and Teddy The original rough shakers Shutting it down, good love Baby got them open all over town Don't stress, just put it to the test Leave the best, cause you're riding with the best. This right here is proven for success. So rule three. Welcome to the Roar Three, the breakdown edition. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rule of Three, the Breakdown Edition. As always, I'm your host, I'm Too Legit, and I'm a baller, but not really, in no way, shape, or form am I a baller, but the man on the other mic is the legend, the glorious... That's right, I am Rocky. Glad to be in the studio. Yes, you're not glorious. I am. I'm also, you know, I'm just, I'm all everything. Yeah, nah, just keep going. Bad. Yeah, keep anyway, going because I'm not. Welcome to this I'm not going to fuel your ego. Rua 3 Breakdown Edition show. Of course, we're on, Paris, we're on Periscope this week. No Facebook. We'll have Facebook back this week on Thursday at 10. Okay, right. do you want to get into these questions real quick? Yeah, go ahead. They're not, uh, they're just a couple, a Couple. I think I got one, two, three, I got four trivia questions. Um, okay. Here we go. Top five quarterbacks in interceptions this year. Top five quarterbacks in interceptions? Yeah. Eli Manning? Nope. Not on top five? Nope. Dak Prescott? Nope. I can't get one of these, huh? Blake, no. Blake actually was on that list. Uh, Tom Savage? Nope. I will get at least one because I'll name every other quarterback in this league. Uh, let me think. This would be crazy. I'm trying to think now. Let's see. Jay Cutler? He was sixth. He okay, was he was sixth. on the borderline. He was right there. But Still no. ain't got one. Uh, Nathan Peterman didn't play enough. Uh, <laughs> although I do think he was in like the top fifteen with those like five picks he threw in one game. No, I'm just kidding. He's the in, the interception ratio. He's definitely in. Oh yeah. Uh, me think. Dude, I thought number one was a giveaway. Did you? Yeah. I I guess number one. I guess. Two of them. When I did it, when I looked at it before I looked at the stats, I tried to guess. I got two. I got two of the fives. Jameis is one. No, Jameis is not on the list. Mm-mm. He threw a pick every week, man. 
All right, I will uh, give Philip you, Rivers. Nope, I'll give you one. Oh my god, I gotta get one here. I ain't got one yet. Hold right, on. Yeah, dude, you're running. I can't, out of how did I get? I know. I'm trying to make sure I get one before you name all of them, dude. Think terrible teams. I know. I'm thinking uh, Deshaun Kaiser. He is number one with 22. He's number one. Number one with 22. He's actually six ahead of number two. Uh, I, I said Eli. He's not on the list. He was second worst team in the league. Uh. Okay, I'll give you a hint. This guy threw five picks in one game. That's only uh, Peterman, I thought. There was another guy. That threw Jacksonville. Three. Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben, that's right. Yes. I forgot. He is number four. Is he number, he's number, number four? four on the list. All right, who's number five? Trevor Simeon. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Number three, number three actually surprised me because he's always talked about how he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. But Marcus Mariota, he does. He was number three. I thought about Marcus. Number two, you want but to I take, didn't think he threw enough. Want to, want to take a couple of guesses at number two? Jacoby Brissett. Nope. He didn't play enough until. Uh, let me think. It's not him. It's not Carr. It's not Newt Arm. Uh, it's not Cousins. Maybe Stafford? Cam Newton. Cam was two. Number two. How many did he throw? 11? 11? No, how many did he throw? 18? He threw 16. He threw 16 this year. Yes. No, wait. One, two, three, four, five, yeah, 16. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, most fumbles... This year? Most fumbles lost. This year? This year, not a quarterback. I did not a quarterback because the quarterbacks were high up. I'm assuming all these are running backs. Four out of the five are, yes. Is Des Bryant number five? No. Oh, I figured he might be. Uh-uh. With the year he had. Uh, <laughs> I will see. give you – I will give you – Johnson Stewart? Yes, he is number two. I figured it out. Um, the other one is in the NFC South. Um, to, wait, hold on, let me make sure. AMC N- South. NFC South. Doug Martin. No, I'm thinking. Hold on, I gotta go. AFC West, NFC West, and NFC East. CJ or not Alexander? Uh, Andrew. Anderson, CJ Anderson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll never you West. AFC West, yeah. Yeah, you say AFC West. It's yeah. not Melvin Gordon. No. Yeah, because he didn't have, he didn't fumble a lot this year. No. Uh, it's not Kareem Hunt. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean, he had those fumbles early, but he didn't fumble after that game. So it's got to be Marshawn Lynch, the guy who backs up Marshawn Lynch. Jalen Richards. Rich, Richard. Richard. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah. What was what, he at? He's five? number four. He's number four. No. Yeah, four. Right. Two is Jonathan Stewart. So one is from the NFC West. Oh, that's got to be uh He's the not the running back one. The number one guy was not a running back. Uh God, I'm trying it's gotta be Rams. Mm-hmm. Is Robert Brooks? Nope. Or uh, not Robert Woods? Uh, Cooper Rush? Not Cooper. Co- you talking Cooper? about Pharaoh Cooper? Yeah. No. 
No, not Fair Cooper. The other. Uh, Cooper Cup? Cup. Cup. Nope. All right, who is it? Tavon Austin. I thought about him, but I didn't think he touched Because he the played ball running back and he punt, punt returns. That's right. Um, number three yeah. is Mark Ingram. That's surprising. It was surprising. And number five is JJ. I think he did he most of those in, in Miami. Miami. Yeah, he had a lot in Miami. I figured that's Okay, so this one's kind of an interesting one. You kind of if you if you know one of the stats, you'll probably be able to figure out. So this is the most sack yardage. So if you get a sack, how many yards did the team lose? Jameis Winston's up there. No, no, no. It's the guys who get the sacks. Oh, the guys who get the sacks. Yes. That causes the most yards per yes. loss. Per I will sack. tell you, I will tell you, I was Okay, let me ask you a question. Number one, what do you think the yardage is? That they lose per sack. Yeah. How many yards did they totally did total did they get their team to lose? It's very it's hard to explain. Probably fifteen yards. No, no, no. Total. All year. Oh, all year. Accumulative. Demarcus Lawrence probably got about 120. He's number one. Yeah, I know. 163. 163 yards? One whole and a half football fields. I believe he it. made other teams lose this year yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys. That's yeah. awesome. That's the reason he's in the All-Pro this year. He's number one. Yeah, I agree with that one. Uh, number two is Cameron Jordan with 102 yards. Aaron Donald, 98 yards. And Calais Campbell, 96 yards. Yeah, Campbell had a better. All right, and this one's just kind of fun to see if you could figure it out because nobody really knows these guys' names too much. Uh, what was the longest punt of the year, and who did it? God, who did that one that rolled and rolled and rolled? Oh. Do you want to guess the yardage first? 74. A little higher, a little higher. 78? A little, little, little lower. 76. 77. 77. 77 yards. Yeah, it was by uh, God. I remember watching the game. It wasn't Jags. Mm-mm. Didn't the Panthers one have one that went really far too? Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, that he guy was one. up there, but it wasn't. He wasn't that one, but it was up there. Chiefs kicker. Oh, okay. What game? I don't remember what game it was. Dustin Colquitt. Yes, there was. I I want to say it was the. I think it was the Raiders game. Yes. Yes. Because I remember it was against King. He kicked it. And it was the uh, game they played where Amari Cooper like had 200 and something yards yeah. receiving. And he kicked it and it bounced. It and rolled, it rolled and rolled. And rolled. rolled. 77 yards. That never the number stopped. two, though, was 74. Who was 74? Yeah, I don't care that much about punters. I didn't write them all down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was just some um, – I like odd little – I mean, interceptions are easy, but, you know. Because actually, actually, if you look at most fumble – like the most fumbles of the year, not quarterbacks, because those were fumbles that were lost. If you look at ones that weren't lost, two of those guys aren't even on the team, aren't even on the thing. Like there's other guys that fumbled like twice as much as they did, but they, the other team just – their team happened to pick it up. Just thought that was interesting. Yeah, it is. Also, I didn't realize that they kept track of how many yards one guy sack total loss. I can't even explain that. It's so hard. But good job on Demarcus Lawrence. I knew you'd get it just because it was You know I was going to get Demarcus yeah. Lawrence. Because he led the league in sacks, too. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Um, are we going to go into top five real quick? Yep. You ready? I am. All right. Uh, you want to start with championship get conference championship games? Yeah, love to. All right. Uh, I'm trying to debate if we're going to really stick to it that hard. Uh, do you want to start? Oh uh, yeah, I can start. Um, so number five for me is 2014 Seahawks 23, 49ers 17. Uh, that was a great game. Of course, capped off with. That's what happens when you test me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree. One of the greatest moments, like, post-game. I absolutely loved it. Uh, that game was awesome. Uh, it, I just think it was most memorable, you know, most memorable for that heave to the end zone and Richard Sherman getting up there and, and basically stripping it away from Crabtree, which I just thought was great. That was number five. All right, I'm going to start with number five. I'm going to go with the drive. Uh, Denver beat Cleveland. On a uh, amazing, uh, what was it ninety eight ninety eight yard drive to win the game? Yeah, that was I love the drive. The drive's great, uh, and it was in overtime. So was it in yeah. overtime? Yeah, it went to overtime. Oh, it sure was. Yeah, now I think about it. Um, number five. Number four for me is two thousand and ten Saints thirty one Vikings twenty eight. Uh, Favre throw, throw, uh, driving the field in the late seconds of the game. Throws a pick, of course. Saints take it, first possession, right down the field, get a field goal, and knock out. And I think that is actually the year the Saints won the Super Bowl. It is. Correct? Yep. Yes. Because they beat the Colts. Yes. Uh, I love that game basically because I have this awesome love-hate relationship with Brett Favre. I love to watch him win, and it's just glo- – you know what? I love watching him win, but I love watching him lose too because he lose – like, Brett Favre does everything. Like, I know you're a big fan of Bobby Roode in the WWE. Like, Brett Favre was glorious. He gloriously won, and he gloriously lost too. Like, he just – he either won the game or lost the game. That's just how he was. It was on him. Absolutely love that game. Uh, also, remember that game well because – I watched that game in a MWR in Kuwait on my way home from Iraq. Did you? Yes, I did. With about 75 other guys. Probably a lot more than that. But, yeah. All right. I will go. Where am I going on this one? Number four. There's a lot of really good ones. Let me put the Seattle Seahawks-Green Bay Packers game from 2014. Overtime game? The overtime game with the mm-hmm. onside kick. Yeah. That I mean, the whole botch. Yeah, that was bad. That uh, It was a great game, though. It was. That it was, was a great, great game. Uh, that's one of the most memorable games I remember ever. Um, You good? Yeah, go ahead. All right, number three for me uh, is 2007. Peyton Manning beats Tom Brady. I didn't even, I didn't even write Colts and, and Patriots. Manning 38, Brady 34. Come back from twenty-one to three at halftime to finally beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. Oh, the Peyton Manning one. Peyton Manning, yeah. So they were down twenty-one to three at halftime. Came back and completely just went on a run and beat Tom Brady for the first time in the playoffs. The score is a little bit bigger, so but I'm gonna go with it because the greatest matchup. In NFC NFL history, I think the 1992 Cowboys and the 49ers 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we beat them 30 to 20 in San Francisco. That was the end of the 49ers dynasty at that time. Well, no, actually it wasn't because we played next year in NFC Championship game. And then two years later, they came back and beat us. But that started the rivalry mm. during that time. Of course, we had 1981 with the catch, which is should be one of the best. But that was just an amazing game, watching two powerhouses go back and forth. That's to me, is one of the best ones ever. Uh so that's my number three. Okay, number two for me, I kind of cheated. Um, this is the only one that I did not watch. I tried to go with ones that I watched I could personally see. It's hard for me to go, yeah, that was such a great game in 1965. You know, it right, it sounded, but it. I never, you know, I wasn't even going to see that. So it's hard for me to pick anything. But these are the only two that I did not watch, but I do know about. Um, and I, I lumped them in together is the drive and the fumble. Because those happened in consecutive years, both Broncos yep. over the Browns, both times. Uh, the drive, obviously, you t- you spoke on it, great drive. And then the fumble is like the greatest Browns moment ever. Guy fumbles going into the wide open end zone for, you know, and then they're able to get it back. So I lumped those two in together because it was the same team over the same team in the same fashion, basically. Right. Once on defense, once on offense. So I lumped those two in together, plus John Elway. Do I want to add – I'm trying to debate if I want to add one you did. I, I have to say number twos. I'm going to go with the Giants. The Giants and uh, 49ers. 15 to 13. 1990 is when the Giants beat them in that game. Oh, I thought I'll you were going to go with the 2007 one. No. I, I could, but it's just at that time, the 90s was just great. Those teams, those three teams, the Giants, Cowboys, and 49ers were so great mm-hmm. with the defenses, offense, everything. So, okay. Good for you. Good? Yeah, good. All right, number one. By far, the first football game I ever really watched. Um, this is why it's number one for me. Uh, number one is the 1999 Falcons over the Vikings, 30-27. to Missed field goal, which led to game-tying drive. Then overtime, where then it took full, you know, most of these overtime games, it's like, especially before they redid it now, um, you know, it's that guy, that team gets the ball, the drive down the field, kick a field goal, win. This one took four possessions into overtime to win. Um I just I had an interest uh, when I was a kid. Is the first time I ever really remember my family getting together and like watching a football game. Um, and if you remember that season in 1999, is if you go back and look, the Falcons and the Vikings were the two best teams in football, and everybody thought this is the real Super Bowl. Yep. This is going to be the Super Bowl. Of course, you know, the Falcons ended up winning and ended up getting demolished by Terrell Davis and uh, – Terrell Davis? Yeah. Terrell Davis and John Elway in the Super Bowl. So, good for them. But as a kid, I remember watching that game, and that's when the love of football started for me. You know, my whole family was rooting for the uh, was rooting for the Falcons, and I was like, nah, I'm a root for the Vikings. And, of course, in natural fashion, I always pick wrong. <laughs> Right, but that that's number one for me just because it has a place in my heart, and it was it was an awesome game. I mean, a guy that kicker who missed that game winning field goal had hadn't missed all year. He had not missed one kick all year. That yeah, was Martin the first Anderson. one he missed. Yeah, 
I'm going to go with the one you mentioned earlier, the Colts and the Patriots. That was just that was a great. Game. Those two going back and forth, man. A- any matchup with them is great, play. though. That game though was just something else because no one expected. Especially when they were up twenty-one yeah. to three, it was like, oh man, poor Peyton Manning's gonna get beat by Brady again. Yeah, and he was like, it basically was yeah, like but, Peyton Manning was like, not this time. Right, that's my number one though. Okay, all right. Do you want to do the next one? You want to wait? We can do it. I think we can get through this really quickly. We might have right. gone about this two entirely different ways, but right. go ahead. Um, so we're doing top five backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. Number five for me is Jim Plunkett. Uh, he actually won two Super Bowls as a backup. Both times he came in in reserve for whoever it was and ended up taking the Raiders to the Super Bowl and winning it. So Jim Plunkett, number five. That's right. He did come in as a backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five for me, Jeff Hosteller. Oh, yeah. We definitely went two different directions in this. Okay. Okay. Uh, number four for me is Vinny Testaverde. It's like the it's like the greatest backup ever. Like dude just gets called in. If you wanted a young quarterback to to get confidence and beat out an old man, you brought in Vinny Testaverde, who finished his career off with Carolina Panthers. So he also played for the Jets for many years. So I like that. I like Testaverde. I've always liked Testaverde. No, I like Vinny. Hey, former Cowboy. Uh, <laughs> He's a former. He played for yeah, like eight teams. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Randall Cunningham. Yeah. I mean, you know. He was still a backup to Brad Johnson and other people, and he was just great. Brad Johnson got hurt. He came yeah. in and, and – Single single season record, scoring record, and went 15-1. to Yep. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, number three for me, he was a backup for about three, four years. His name is Aaron Rodgers. He was a backup. No, I know. Same thing with Big Ben. They got him on the list. Yeah, I, I took – I the rest of mine go that direction. By the way, just so you know, he was a backup. You did. You had Aaron Rodgers sitting on the bench for four years. I know who number one is now. Yeah. <laughs> since you did all this, yeah. Brett Favre was on the bench. Don Mikowski. All right. Well, I backup. tried to do it for more than one year. At yeah, least. I know. Uh, number three, right? That was number three for me. Yes. Uh, number three for me, Doug Williams. Mm. I uh, yes. I was thought about putting him on there too. Uh, you know, first African American quarterback won Super Bowl. Love it. So I got to put him number three. That there's only three. Well, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Doug Williams, Doug Williams, and uh, should have been Cam Newton. Oh God, you don't go there. Well, I, I wish it would have been Cam Newton. I'll I mean, look it up. Um. I'll look up. Uh, anyway, so number, number two. Number two for me, Steve Young. Basically, I mean, you got to give Steve Young that backup thing because he was pushing. He was pushing Montana out the door. He was so good. Almost like, and honestly, I truly believe that the Patriots made a mistake by getting ready to Jimmy Garoppolo. But he was pushing Joe Montana out the door. He's like, look, you're good, but I'm good and I'm young. Let's do this. So I got to give it to Steve Young. I, but I, I think Steve Young is one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. I just, I always loved watching. There's him only play. two. It's only Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson and Doug, Doug Williams. Williams. Yeah. Look at me being smart. Uh, I'm going to go with Trent Dilfer as my number two. Brad Johnson's the one that you could go up here too. Yeah. Uh, number one for me is Tom Brady. Okay. Greatest backup of all time. I disagree, sir. The greatest backup of all time 
is the shortest quarterback of all time. Doug Mr. Flutie. Doug Flutie. Yep. Flutie magic. I right. love Doug he Flutie. He went ten and six. The guy bounced around everywhere. I don't know how you don't put him number one. Plus, he threw a Hail Mary against Miami. And I love seeing Miami lose. That was great. Uh, no, Doug Flutie's awesome. Um, but Tom Brady was a backup. I just like to do it to keep that chip on his shoulder. Yeah, Remember, right. you were a backup. Yeah, to seventh round pick. To doesn't even matter. I can't even think of his name. Who? He lost. No, he was a backup to Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. That was it. Yeah. I almost said Drew Brees. Another former Cowboy. Everybody's a former Cowboy, dude. Alright, that is going to do it for this week of the Rule of Three to Breakdown Edition. Hope you guys liked our top five. Please uh, go to the BSS Carolina Facebook page and Twitter. Let us know what your guys' top fives are. We'll be back with another top five. Uh, catch BSS Carolinas this Thursday. Thursday at 10 a.m. Yes. Uh, we will have a new show this week. And, of course, we'll be back next week. Uh, Super Bowl picks. Everything probably will be Super Bowl. I'm going to have a ton of trivia Super Bowl stuff. Yeah, we'll do top five. It's going to be super. super it, there's only one answer for number one, by the way. That's it. Best Super Bowl ever? Yeah. Yes. Every Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No. It's the Rams. The Titans. One yard short. Love that. All right, that is going to do it this week. We will catch you next week. I am too legit. And I'm Rocky Sealer. All right. Uh, Sorry that went long. Mm.